0: Welcome to the Love with Intelligence podcast. My name is Lily Walford. I am an international relationship and dating coach, and I'm also a behavioral profiler. We believe that every woman deserves real, honest, and genuine love, but not every woman knows how to get it. And during the episodes of this podcast, we will be sharing with you... The solutions that we have created, which are the best within the industry, so you can find real, undeniable love. Hello and welcome to the latest podcast episode. Today we are focusing on the psychology behind why successful women struggle to meet the right one and what to do about it. Because I think there's so many relationship and dating coaches out there and so many people in the industry who don't address this. You know, it's true. Successful women struggle to meet the right one. Okay, and there's some really like factual reasons behind why these women struggle. So we're going to go through these and also let you know what you can do about it. So number one. Successful women have higher standards, not just in relationships, but in their life, okay? If they didn't have those standards to begin with, then they wouldn't have, they wouldn't be where they are right now. Great job, great income, great home, great social life, great experiences, memories, but they struggle to find a guy that actually meets those standards, okay, they struggle to, to actually meet someone who meets those relationship standards, you know, someone who's loyal, someone who's honest, someone who's got confidence and ambition and drive, someone who's like the alpha male type, because that's what most women are attracted to, and understandably so, but this is when we usually find that, you know, the advice that they get from their friends is always like, oh, you need to lower your standards, stop being so picky, no, not at all, You know, you have those high standards for a reason. So continue with those high standards. It's important. You don't need just everyone. You need the right one. And I think this is one thing that we find really important within our courses and in our membership. It's like showing women how to actually identify whether a guy meets the standards is compatible within a short space of time. I mean, we do something called behavioral profiling, so you can actually profile someone within six minutes or less. You can get in within those six minutes, you know their dreams, you know their fears, you know what they need. It's a fantastic way to really get a deeper understanding with someone. And when I say deeper understanding, I don't mean the false facade that people tend to put on during dating, because we do. You know, when people date, we kind of put this persona on or the best, show the best version of ourselves. We don't show the worst, we should always show the best. So it's kind of like cutting through that kind of facade and actually seeing the person for who they are, seeing the truth in that person. And I think this is important for people to be able to do this fast. Why? Because successful women don't have a lot of time, number one. Number two, at the end of the day, you want to make sure that you meet the right one. Okay, you don't want to just meet anyone, you want to meet the right one. So how are you going to do that? Well, it's by actually seeing someone for who they really are straight away. Okay, do they meet those standards? Can I tell that within six minutes or less or tell within at least the first meeting whether that person is going to be able to fulfill those needs in that relationship role? Okay, that's really, really important. The second point is successful women prioritise themselves and their career. And that's great. But what we tend to find is a lot of men tend to feel very insecure about this. Okay, men kind of want to be the alpha. They kind of want to prove themselves. They want to be the leader. And the problem is is that if you've got a woman who has really worked hard in her career and built herself up and, you know, has built this confidence, built this, you know, built this great empire around her, you know, within her career, men do feel intimidated, but only the men who are below her, only the men who are not alpha males. So again, here, it's important that women who prioritise themselves in their career actually meet someone who also prioritises themselves and their career too. Not to say that the relationship will not be prioritised, it will, of course it will, because otherwise there's no point. But it's having someone who's actually on the same wavelength, who can understand the level of dedication it takes to get where you are today. Okay, and also they understand the dedication it takes to get to that goal. And there's something really powerful about two successful individuals working towards something together and both bringing that element of themselves to the table. Okay, and you don't, you know, with successful women, you don't want a guy that feels insecure about you or insecure about your achievements because what happens here is women tend to shrink. Okay, women to go, oh, I can't go for that promotion or I can't go to that next level because my partner might feel insecure. Okay, relationships are there to support you to grow, if anything. You know, relationships should allow you to grow, to evolve as a person individually and also as a couple too. So if you're in a relationship with someone who feels insecure about that, they've either got to grow or the relationship won't grow. So it's ensuring that you're actually meeting someone who also prioritises that, who also gets that, who also has that ambition and that drive to ensure that you two can grow as a couple, understand each other, and you've got that compatibility element, okay? Compatibility is so freaking important, not just for where you are now, but also where you're going in the future too, okay? Otherwise, you've got two people going in complete opposite directions and it never works so the third element is successful women tend to look for love later on in life okay they like they want to focus on their careers they want to grow as a person and then bring their best version of themselves to that relationship and i think that's wonderful i think that's great so you tend to find that most successful women tend to find love late in late 20s 30s you know to 45 you tend to find that's when women tend to look for love and what we find here is by the time that, they, you know, the, the men who they would be dating, so the men who are between 35 and 50, because it's usually a five-year age gap, just on average, not to say that age has got a factor in this, but this is just generalising, you usually find men between 35 and 50 have either all settled down, or they've got kids, well, they've got divorced and, you know, they've gone through more trauma, more stuff to overcome and more stuff to heal. <laughs> and, uh, I do tend to find that there are a lot of men, I think it's more women who tend to actually look at and healing themselves than men. Not to say there's not men out there that, that actually do this kind of work. So when you get a successful woman looking for love between, you know, 30 and 45, you find that they tend to find men who are divorced, either have kids um, or have gone through the run of male relationships or if um, you can also find that some men are just not the settling that down type so the men who are free who have got no kids who you know who <laughs> have sort of played the field they're not the settling down type so this is what tends to happen so it becomes a bit of a game in order to you know, feel do the filtering out process, do the filter, you know, you've got more crap basically <laughs> to to filter through. And that's what we tend to find successful women tend to go through. It's like filtering through all the crap <laughs> in order to find that ideal relationship. I mean, for those of you that are listening they are in the UK, I I I almost um refer to this as t- like trying to shop in TK Maxx. I mean, I'm not keen on TK Maxx because it's like very much like you've got to rummage through everything to find that one good bit of clothing or that one great item that's within that shop. And it can feel a little bit like that for women with online dating. It can feel that like that element in for women, just the knife in general, when they're networking and meeting people. So, again, with this, it's really important to be able to filter through that quickly and also. What we tend to find is when women tend to go into online dating or matchmaking or anything like that, they suddenly limit themselves to just those pools, those dating pools, which is rubbish. You know, what I see as a really effective way of dating is opening yourself up to everything. You know, the people that you bump into, the people that you network with, the people that you might even meet on dating sites, whether you want to or not. Because what I tend to find is when people pay for dating sites or pay for matchmaking, they are so focused on finding the one in those dating pools and it's not guaranteed. So what I I really, 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 really want women to do is to be able to say, okay, I'm looking at people, I'm profiling people, and I've got this awesome filtering out process that can filter out the wrong one within just a few short seconds okay so this is what we want because the way that you can filter people out it means you're not wasting time you know that you're disqualifying people on logic rather than just the way that you feel because I know a lot of people use that intuition but let's face it that intuition has caused you to go through the crappy relationships that you've gone through already it's not enough Okay, we want to bring this credible approach in so then you can start to trust your judgment. You can start to trust something that's real and a bit more logical. And I do I don't like to bring logic too much into dating, but I do think it's important as well, especially if you've been hurt in the past, especially if you've had to learn how to re-trust your judgment or really start to understand what it does take to make a really healthy, loving relationship. So moving on to the next point is number four, okay? Successful women, they're strong within themselves. They've done all the inner work. They've done all the emotional work. They've done all the the personal development of growing, evolving to get into this great confident space. Like I said, you know, women are more likely to do this work. So trying to find a man who's got the same emotional intelligence and the same IQ kind of match, because that's important in terms of compatibility. And there's a few compatibility factors that I do go through with women that are really, really important for a strong, loving, long lasting relationship. So trying to find that factor in a man can be quite difficult. Okay, you know, when you're on the online dating, you get that message of, hey babe, how's it going? <laughs> you kind of get that feeling of okay, that person does not have the same emotional intelligence intelligence and the same kind of IQ as you do. Instant disqualification. So it's really important to be able to spot a guy, or at least know where they hang out, the guys that have done that in that emotional work, that inner healing, that development, that growth. And the funny thing is, there are certain places where you'll never meet that type of guy. So what I do suggest to women is go back and actually have a really clear understanding of what you really, really want. So go back to episode one if you haven't listened to it and really understand the factors that are really important to you. From there, you can build a profile of that person and start to understand that daily routine of who that person is, where they hang out, and yeah, you can go and meet them there. And this is something that we do support women to do because I think it's important to find someone compatible and also make dating easier for you, make meeting the right person easier than you, rather than relying on a dating app or relying on a matchmaker that's met you for half an hour, an hour, and met the other person for half an hour, an hour, and just makes that guess of, okay, this, these two could work together because they'd like cheese or something crazy. <laughs> okay. You want to actually want to, you want to be in that place where you know yourself and you can read people at a high level because at that point you can make the choice for you of whether that person's suitable. Okay. Rather than relying on someone else's judgment is putting you back in the driving seat in order to find love and to make sure that you have found the right type of love. The fifth element is that, you know, successful women, they struggle to switch off from work. They struggle to switch off and actually be in the moment and be in that relationship. Okay, and what I tend to find as well is a lot of um, a lot of successful women will be like, well, the reason I haven't found love is because I've been focusing on my career. And that excuse has worked for so long until they've actually decided, "Okay, I need to meet the right one. But it's kind of like it's, it's a little bit scary. It's easier to hide behind the career or focus on the career and build yourself up that way rather than going into something that you don't know how to do or don't know how to do fully yet, okay, and and that's okay, because let's face it, who has been there, who's actually taught you how to find love, we all hear these things of like, oh, love will find you when you're ready, and this, that, and the other, but to be honest, it's a load of crap, like why, because if you wanted a job, would you just go, okay, well, the right job will come along soon? Or would you be putting a resume out there? Would you be like making the connections, making, you know, creating a network so you can actually find your dream job? Okay, and I think it's just really important to actually say, okay, what is it that I actually want? Tune into myself now. Leave the work because I'm happy with I'm happy with the career at the moment, I'm happy with the money, I'm happy with the foundations that I've created. What's next? Who do I want to share that with? And it's important as well, when we say, okay, who do you want to share that with? It's important that you've got someone who's going to appreciate that appreciate what you've built. And it's important to find the right person who you're going to share it with, because the wrong person can cause a lot of damage. Okay, think about the cost of divorce. Think about even the emotional aspect of what a relationship can cost you if it's the wrong relationship. You know, if you're in a in a very toxic relationship, you're not going to have the energy, you're not going to have the motivation, you're not going to have the drive to achieve within your other areas of your life, your job, your fitness, your health, your emotional state. It can really cost you greatly if you do meet the wrong one. So it's important to have those elements where you understand how to meet the right one, who the right one is, and how to profile them quickly so you don't waste time, especially on the wrong ones. I think another element as well is that, you know, it's important to be able to have that, you know, have that focus of actually what you want and have that focus of, you know, what it is, what a relationship actually means to you, you know, why do you want, why do you want a relationship, how is that going to enhance your life, and I don't mean like, oh, being with someone completes you and all the rest of it, I mean like, okay, well, having a relationship, how is that going to change your life, how is it going to enhance it, how would you like it to enhance it, Is it being able to go off and make memories with that person? Go and have walks in the park? Is it, you know, having a family? Is it having someone to travel with? You know, what are the elements that you're really, really looking forward to? And then having a look at, okay, what would happen if you didn't have that relationship? What would life look like in five years? Or a year? Or even ten years? What would it feel like to be single for that long or not meet the right person during that time? What's the cost of the wrong relationship? And then it's questioning yourself of how important is it to me to meet the right one? And the reason I ask these questions is because it's like, okay, what is your commitment in your happiness and finding love? Because I think this starts to put things into perspective Of how important it is to know how to do that quickly, with ease, with confidence, knowing that you're going to meet the right one. And this is why I love working with women to ensure that they have the right skills in order to find genuine, honest and lasting love. So if you are interested in having a look at the programs, the one I suggest for you is either the elite membership which you can find on the website or the finding love group program both of those programs and those memberships will support you to actually understand how to define whether someone is compatible for you and how to profile someone within those six minutes we actually take um, uh, you know military intelligence with like 30 million dollars worth of government research And we have repurposed it from, you know, keeping, keeping uh, military operatives safe in life or death scenarios within the field. This is how accurate this information is to uh, being able to give this information to women to date safely and successfully. Okay, this is why we've got one of the most effective solutions within the industry to help women find that undeniable love. So if you are interested check those out and I also offer free consultations where we can get together, we can talk about what's going on with you and also help you with your next steps in finding real honest and genuine love. So I hope you've enjoyed this episode, if you have any questions feel free to reach out and let me know and I shall catch you on the next episode. Bye for now.